1: Take a seat, In today's episode, we're going to take a piece from one of my favorite new comics the first Qui-Gon issue. Marvel is rolling out a brand new collection of comics, each one focusing on a different character in Star Wars. And today's, we're gonna focus on Jin. The events take place well before the Phantom Menace, where Qui-Gon is found on a mission to Bryn, a planet in the galaxy where a conflict began between the people of Priestess there and the Metal Clan. At some point before the invasion of Naboo, the Jedi Order sent Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan to Bryn with the intention of finding a peaceful solution. Now I'm going to fast forward things a bit for you just to keep it sweet. Upon saving her and bringing her to the Jedi Temple in Coruscant, she tells him that she thought the Jedi were supposed to be great warriors, not cowards for not killing all the members of the Metal Clan and running away like he did. As we see Qui-Gon overlooking the beautiful Coruscant horizon, we see him met by none other than Grand Master Jedi, Yoda. As he asks Yoda why he sought him out, the Short Master tells him that he senses great turmoil within him. And it's not a new feeling either. If I am to be honest, this mission, the words of the Priestess of Wood, there are concerns that I have had for some time now. Elaborating, he tells Yoda that it's not about being called a coward, it's about being called a great warrior. Even here on Coruscant, the home of the Jedi Council, there is little understanding of our purpose. We are seen as soldiers. Servants of politicians, with little mention of the Force itself. Perhaps the Jedi Council residing here in the capital is part of the problem. We are used as a weapon of the Republic, and thus we are seen as such, perhaps even by ourselves. As Yoda tells him that the Council would disagree, or in other words, telling him that he disagrees, Qui-Gon politely says, whether it's the Council, or maybe me, someone has lost vision here. This is where they both agree to disagree, essentially, as Yoda tells him that he must search the Force deeper for his answers whenever he has questions. Qui-Gon then takes off to his ship to blindly fly, and I mean that, literally. He flies without seeing, basically to wherever he feels the Force should take him. The rest of the issue I can cover in another video for a different topic, but today for this one I wanted to really emphasize the difference that Qui-Gon portrays here in contrast to other Jedi on the Council. I always felt they were such goody-two-shoes and blindly followed whatever the Republic made them to do. Whereas Qui-Gon was different. While being a Jedi, he obviously would do good and uphold the code, but not when it went against his intuition of the Force. And for that, I really respect him for being a maverick. A Top Gun, if you will. Someone who strays away from the rest and follows what he feels is right. I like that. This was also the first time in canon that he blatantly tells Yoda that the Jedi Council is losing their way and that they're just becoming weapons of the Republic, which is exactly what Dooku thought, too, and a main reason as to why he left the Jedi. It really makes you wonder, doesn't it, if Qui-Gon would have joined his former master had he not died so soon by Maul's blade. Thanks for watching, everyone. Hit like if you enjoyed the video to support the channel. I will see you guys in the next episode of Star Wars Theory. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always. Now, fulfill your life. Снег